Come on. Welcome, Life Club. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Marie Gervais. Marie, are you ready to do this? Yes, I am. All right, let's go. Marie is a PhD, a CTDP. She's a transformational leadership coach. She is the CEO of Shift Management Inc., the author of The Spirit of Work and the host of the Culture and Leadership Connection podcast. Marie, we're excited to have you on. Tell me a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work and why you do what you do. Uh, well, my my personal life is uh I came from an arts background, um, music, art, and drama. I uh, grew up in a family of uh, immigrant parents who really wanted to give opportunities to their children to to excel in the arts. And then I moved from there into working with uh, supervisors and managers in industry, highly technical professions, with a lot of stuff happening in between there. Um, had four children who are now adults, married, and have um, multiple talents and speak multiple languages, and have all married somebody from different race, religion, and or culture, or all of the above. So uh, it's been it's been a great journey. And uh, I'm, I'm happy to have experienced all of it, even though all of it was not always what I would call easy. Well, I, I appreciate that. How often is stuff really easy, Marie? Not frequently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that just because we have plans in our mind for how something's going to go and then we just it just never quite goes that way. Well, there's a, apparently a Jewish saying that uh, man plots and God plots, and verily God is the best of plotters. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know um, if that applies for your listeners, but it's like you know, stuff happens, and you just if it's how you respond to it that makes the difference. Whether you become more resilient or whether you become uh, discouraged and um, downtrodden and smaller and constricted as a result. Yeah. And whenever there's people involved, it'd probably be easier if we were just living out in the wild on our own marine. We were doing our own thing. Certainly, we'd encounter resistance and animals would try to eat us. But anyway, but when we're in a workplace and we're trying to get something done and it doesn't always go that way, but it strikes me that with your work, you are helping to position people to potentially better navigate the human experience. Exactly. Yeah. So my, all of my business is dedicated towards increased workplace happiness through improved leadership ability. And the improved leadership ability comes from a focus that is, uh, blending the spiritual and the emotional in a way that's practical for the workplace and that people are unexpectedly delighted by what they can find out. <laughs> Learning to regulate your own emotions makes the decisions that you make and the way that you interact with other people so much better. And when you understand that you have purpose and other people have purpose and that you need to lock into that in order to speak to them effectively and work effectively with them, it also makes your job easier and more enjoyable. That seems like everybody would uh, would would want and desire that, but there's probably nothing that everybody really wants and desires. So spiritual, delighted, purpose. Yeah, I, and emotionally and emotionally regulated. You know, identifying and naming your emotions to releasing the emotion around the story, so that you can actually bring yourself to the situation instead of putting your own bias or your own triggers in the way of of that particular context. And it's also being able to see the best in people comes from having that 
that piece of emotional freedom. So then you can move to the spiritual. So what people would want to do in a lot of mindfulness practices are extremely useful, but people will go, oh, I'm just, you know, practice this mindfulness thing, but they haven't cleared the stuff that's underneath uh, first. And so then when they reach a, a problem at work or in their lives, it they just default to whatever their their trigger was and they can't move to that place where they'd really like to be it's kind of like a hot air balloon you know with um anchors on it and so your your understanding of the world can you know and the way you want to go and your your goals and your and your you know your your highest uh desires and being altruistic and practicing different virtues all that stuff's like the hot air balloon but it can't rise because the anchors of all the things that are triggering you in your life are holding you down so until you learn to lift those up, you can't fly your balloon. What a wonderful metaphor that is. Mm-hmm. And we probably all experience that trying to, through training, to put more air in the balloon, thinking that that's going to help us rise. And it probably does. But what's really keeping us tethered are that it's, 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 I don't want to call it junk, but it's a lot of the junk that, that, that we're bringing along with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, and, but the thing is, it's all possible. It's possible to just using really simple techniques, possible to release that. So you can say, Oh, I'm feeling really frustrated right now. Or man, this makes me, I'm just so irritated. What's going on with me today? Ah, it's irritation. I accept that I'm feeling irritated in this moment. And it's a simple thing. Take a breath. Gone. Simple thing. So those types of techniques can really help people. And then they can come, they bring a more holistic self to work, to work or to their family or whatever it else, else is that they're doing. And they start to tap into really their highest nature and think, how can I make this better? What can, how can I contribute? How can I show up? Uh, and before that, it, it, it can feel really false. Even going out and doing a, a lot of things that would on the outside look really good might be motivated by a strong desire to be, get approval from other people, uh, uh, you know, which isn't, isn't a motive that's going to, that's going to get you there, you know? So it's like that combination of the two that I think, I think that's what sets my training and uh, coaching apart is being able to apply those two things in a practical way. I also have theoretical frameworks to help people with it, which I explain in the the book, The Spirit of Work. Um, but that it's also how do you use it with case studies type thing. Yeah, well, it makes sense to me. Certainly, I know that I can point to a billion times in my life where where I've fallen into that trap of being frustrated or whatever it might be, and then having that spill into all these other interactions, um, or behaving in a way that I think other people want me to be behaving, um, and that doesn't result in happiness or delight for probably anybody. No, are, are, yeah. are, are, are people coming around more to this? I oh, yeah. When, when since, you started since COVID, it. since COVID, it's been crazy, crazy uh, people really, they just, just to give you an example, but pre-COVID, I would uh, talk to people about, uh, you know, training and they would just go, okay, how much they, well, they would get to the, how much does it cost very quickly? But before that, they go, okay, you know, what are the, what are people going to be able to, to learn? And will they, will they be able to fix this problem, that problem, this problem? And if not, then, you know, like it, it was that, that kind of sort of really boxed in thinking. And then they would call and they go, you know, I hear that you offer training for managers. And um, like, I just wanted to tell you, I'm having such a rough time with my life right now. And I, and I just feel really purposeless and I'm not sure where I'm going. And is this my second or third midlife crisis? I hadn't even met them. And that's just like, people are saying stuff like that on a regular, regular basis. I'm a bit concerned that we're going as sort of the, 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 the outward 
constraints of the pandemic start to go down for a lot of people. I'm concerned that people just go move backwards a bit to where they were before and get into this. I'm too busy. I can't think. I can't breathe. Uh, um, nothing matters and disconnect stay in that disconnected state that we were before. But, um, but I will probably get another crisis happening until we do face up to it and start just becoming more integrated in the way we approach things. It'd be a very human thing to do to fall back right to our old pat- patterns and habits, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It would be. Also so, human, though, to transform. Both of them are human. Oh, for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's interesting. It's like, okay, now that I recognize potentially what's possible and I'm, I'm in the mode of, of thinking about it more about my emotions and, and recognizing and then moving past those triggers. But the straw, but but the pull to fall back into old habits and old ways. How how best to balance that? I guess looking at the opportunity as no, I can change this, and when I start doing this, then it's going to help other people too. It's more actually. There's a step before that, which is to accept that that's where you are at, that you're feeling stuck, and then to identify how's that feel? Where's that located in my body? What image is that? Um, you know, and just to have something that you can identify with it. Um, and often we think if we just through willpower, we can force ourselves into a new habit, but that doesn't, that only works for a short period of time because willpower is a limited resource. So, um, I mean, you can develop a willpower muscle and some people just are amazing at willpower, but that doesn't mean they're still getting to their goals. Working with a microbiologist right now who's achieved amazing goals um, and still can't get going on her business because um, she just wants to force herself into places and she does and then she falls flat on her face again. <laughs> so uh, when she has started to think, well, can I... Uh, where am I feeling with this right now? What's feeling resistant? Where on this path of what I want to do today is causing me the, the feeling of resistance? Then use a few of the tools to calm yourself down and think, what's my purpose for doing this and connect into that uh, spiritual piece? Then she just moves into it without worrying about it. When she's worried about it, she goes, I better take another 10 time management courses. <laughs> that's, that's what I need to do is just, is just get better at managing this time thing. Yeah, and it's never about that because time time management isn't about managing your time. It's about recognizing that you have multiple aspects of who you are and something is not being fed. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you mentioned image. Tell me a little bit more about that. About thinking about well, image. Well, images are really a powerful ways to to move in your life, both to identify obstacles and to, to move forward. And we all have them. Uh but some people um tend to use them more than others. But when you start relaxing into this idea that you can feel something and you don't have to judge it, um, or that you can be in a place in your life and that it's all right that you're there, uh, you know, that you can accept that momentarily, then oftentimes an image will come up or a story will come up. So you might get a story from your life uh, that comes up and you go, oh yeah, this thing happened to me, you know, this three months ago. And yeah, it still bothers me now. Uh, so that, that would be the story. So then you can, you can detach from the story. I mean, I can't describe it all now, but you can detach from the story within a minute or two. So then you still have the story in your mind, but you don't have the emotion triggering you. And then it has a domino effect on other similar incidents in your life. So that means you don't have to go into trauma. You just, you just make a little adjustment to that story. From the image side, often the image will help you to sustain your 
um, your transformation. So, uh, an example of, uh, one of, one of the clients that I, that I had was, I'll, I'll give you two examples of that used image. One was, um, this was a woman who, who felt that she was really blocked in what she was doing. And the image that came in front of her was a, 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 a black brick wall that was like completely, there was, and there was no way through it. And, and interestingly, there were, you know, you, she could go on, on either side or she could have climbed over top of it, but she insisted she wanted to go through the black wall. Mm-hmm. Eventually, after a couple of sessions, what happened is the black wall became a sort of a gray mass and then it became a cloud. And then she could part the clouds by doing this mm-hmm. and let the sun in and see the, 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 ray, the, the blue sky. And that's when she suddenly knew what she needed to do to, to keep to keep moving forward, not just suddenly, but also it became apparent that what she'd already done that was working and what with the, that next step was. So that metaphor, whenever she was feeling stuck, she'd think, is this black wall gray cloud or am I moving to the place where I can actually part the clouds with my fingers, right? So that was a lovely, that was a lovely metaphor. Uh, another person uh, came up with um idea of a safe place that he had uh, gone to when he was younger. He it was like an island. People often have these like islands where they've gone swimming, um, and so they they're swimming and then they're drying off on the rock and and they feel like all is right with the world. And so just going imagining that safe space can be really really helpful uh, f- for people. Um, I had an image when I first started uh, doing this work about uh, four years ago that my business was a beggar that was sucking me dry and that could that was always hungry and never could be fed uh, and and then it, it, and the, the business transformed into a wizard who had magical powers and could and 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 focus and attention and was able to move forward so whenever i am stuck in something i say is this a bigger moment or a, wiz- a wizard moment and um how, you know it it just clears everything up so i don't know if that helps with the image but does it make oh, any think, sense to you? <laughs> I, it does. I, 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 I thank you. I appreciate that. I think uh, I know how powerful an image is, and it can, when we're in the thick of it and feeling like we are overwhelmed or in some insurmountable challenge or task, being able to pull it back down um, is super helpful. You know, mm-hmm. I think about when meditating. If you have your your whatever the term is, if it's a mantra or something that can pull you back to, to your center or your North, that's, that's an extremely powerful and, and, and helpful thing. So. Mm-hmm. And it can sometimes be a physical object too. So for mm-hmm. example, if you're meditating, you have a candle in front of you and, and you're feeling distracted, you open your eyes and you say, the candle reminds you to come back to the moment. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Sorry. What were you going to say? As, as you're going into uh, companies, company says, yeah, we'd, we'd love to have you come in and, and help our managers because for, for whatever reason, I imagine that some, when you're up in front of them or meeting with them, they've got their arms crossed and they're not interested and some are very engaged right away. How do you help people to, if they've never got in and I don't, I don't want to say that they're not in touch with their feelings, but, uh, to engage in this kind of work if it's not, if, if it's a foreign concept to them. Well, I, I don't speak to them like I'm speaking to you right now. So, uh, you know, basically I say, so what do you want to see change? What would you like to be different? Um, and usually it's things like, well, I would like our, my managers to communicate more effectively, or I'd like them to deal with conflicts, or I'd like them to take initiative, or I'd like their teams to be more accountable, right? So, or, or I'd like to reduce our, um, 
our attrition rate or our late, late people coming late to work and nothing's being done about it. So that they have something like that that they want to fix. So then you, then you say, well, you know, what have you already done? And how did that work out for you? And how urgent is this? And how important is this? And so you you get into that till you get the stories from them. And then once they have given you a few more stories, you say, well, I do, I have a training program. I have coaching. I have a combination of, of them both. And, and what I found since the pandemic is that people are just really out of control emotionally and they're just anxious and stressed out. And they go, yeah, totally. Right. That's us. And I also, in this training and also in the coaching, I teach people to regulate themselves and others so that they can be more effective using the techniques and strategies that are in the training and the business um, tools that they would not think of using if they were completely out of control, either shut down or or completely anxious or flying off the handle, getting mad. If they can regulate that, then they can use those strategies so much more effectively. And that, so that's how I would speak to people about it. Got it. Yeah, I imagine that uh, that the problem that they're experiencing has probably been persisting for a little while, and yeah, probably it's just now come more things. Yeah, more to the fore. And then when I'm working with people in training, then I, uh, often I bring up, I don't say, "Oh, you need to you know tap into your your spiritual self," I because they would it would just be foreign to the context that we're working in. But I'll say, so you know. What is important to you in this? What, what gives you a sense of purpose? And what do you know about what your, where your employees want to be in the next year or two years? Or, you know, what, what's, you know, that kind of topic? Or can you sign, can, if you did this, these five sign offs, I am supported at work. I feel that I can, I can speak in my opinion will be listened to. Um, I can, I can do my best to help other people. I have the tools I needed. If you, if your employees can sign off on that, then good. It, good. And if they can't, would you be willing to talk to them about what's missing? And that gets them right into the whole, that whole spiritual piece without saying, oh, you know, and then they go, well, how do I do this when I feel so anxious in the morning? And then we go, well, you know, do you have a morning routine? And you know, do, do you, do you jump out of bed and then go straight to work without eating or having a glass of water and you haven't, haven't settled yourself? And, you know, like what, what do you do, right? To prepare yourself before you go. And when you think about your crew, what's, um, what comes to mind? Are you just thinking this person's a jerk and this person irritates me? Or are you thinking this is a quality I love? This is a quality I appreciate. Um, our team is really good at this. We, you know, it, it, so then all of those pieces about how you can, you can be, um, intentional about saying, you know, I, I wanted, I want to be, contributing to soul enhancing actions rather than soul diminishing actions that then that conversation can come up and it doesn't it's it feels much more natural i love it that makes sense beautiful well marie the people are ready for that difference making tip what do you have for them well, I think the difference making tip was what i just referred to before which is to say you know am i doing thinking um, am I thinking, am I saying, or am I doing something that's soul enhancing or soul diminishing? And so soul enhancing is expansive. It, it promotes innovation, creativity, uh, happiness, connectedness. And soul diminishing promotes shutting down and constriction. Uh, think about a, a dictatorship that, you know, doesn't allow their citizens to do anything, constricts them. Everything is gray. There's no color. It, there's no, um, there's disconnection and fear. So is, you know, you can choose to be 
thinking and saying and doing soul enhancing actions rather than soul diminishing. And you can look at the end of the day and say, well, this, this day was more diminishing, but tomorrow's a new day. I can start over again. And I accept that that's where I'm at right now. So you can, you can continue to use it. It's quite a useful, it's quite a useful concept and becomes a daily practice for people just like a gratitude practice. Well, I think that, that is great stuff. It definitely gets it. Come on. Marie, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage with you? Well, they can go to my website, which is shiftworkplace.com. Uh, and they can also uh, go onto Amazon and get my book, which is The Spirit of Work, uh, Timeless Wisdom, Current Realities, um, where they get a lot more things uh, to, to use and practical ways to apply them in reflection questions. And I'd love to find a workplace that wants to use the book for a lunch and learn or, um, or for sort of a, you know, a, a staff, a staff retreat, because it's got lots of things that people can ben- benefit from. So if they want to contact me, they can contact Marie at shiftworkplace.com. And I'm also on LinkedIn under Marie Gervais. Excellent. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Marie your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to shiftworkplace.com and check out all the great resources. Go to Amazon and pick up a copy of The Spirit of Work. And then um, think about, consider having Marie in to your organization for a lunch and learn or a training to figure out how to help everyone get a little further down the road. Thanks again, Marie. Thank you, George. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight as we are all in this together.